0: Good afternoon and welcome to Empowering Family Caregiver Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Negna Girdar, your host for today's show, sponsored by eCareDiary.com. January 6 to 12th was Folic Acid Awareness Week, and today we will be talking about its impact and benefits for seniors. Our guest today is Dr. Joel Furman, a board certified family physician, nutritional researcher, and six time New York Times bestselling author. He served as the president of the Nutritional Research Foundation. Dr. Furman is on the faculty of Northern Arizona University Health Science Division. His two most recent books are Eat to Live Quick and Easy Cookbook and Fast Food Genocide. Dr. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an honor.
1: My pleasure. Excited about talking to you.
0: I wanted to kind of begin um, our show by... Trying to get an understanding of what a nutritarian diet means. Uh, You know, we've been, these words have been popping up very frequently nowadays. And uh, as I was talking to you before the show began, we have a lot of questions coming in from our audience members. Um, There seems to be some confusion about what the diet entails. Can you shed some light on this?
1: Yes, the word nutritarian means rich in nutrients with a full comprehensive array of all nutrients that humans need to maximize health and lifespan in optimal amounts. And that means a, a diet style, very high in vegetables. And we want to get a lot of those phytochemicals and antioxidants to prevent cancer. And that's where that acronym g which stands for G-B-O-M-B-S, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, seeds. In other words, we're trying to get a, a full portfolio to use the diet to include a full portfolio of all the anti-cancer foods and have people eat a variety of green vegetables and mushrooms and onions and berries and things on a regular basis to maximize their longevity and protection against cancer. The most proven, or I could say the only proven methodology to slow aging and prevent chronic disease and live longer is moderate caloric restriction in an environment of micronutrient excellence, so we're talking about this micronutrient excellence on a nutritarian diet, getting the right level of a high amount of all these micronutrients. And what we find is that it curtails the appetite. In other words, what I'm saying is nutritional deficiencies make people overeat and become and, and get food addicted. And they can't stop, they can't control their eating behavior because they're not taking in sufficient fiber and sufficient mic- micronutrients. So by definition, a nutritarian diet, is very high in vegetables, especially green vegetable consumption. We want people, so we're devising a diet based on optimization of nutrients and then we're going to show people how to make it taste great, how to make delicious recipes and to make it a diet you prefer to eat so we can win the war on cancer in America and stop stop people having heart attacks and strokes needlessly.
0: Why is it so important to eat high folate containing foods instead of relying on folic acid supplement um, you know in the past years you know supplements were always kind of uh, prescribed and recommended and now it seems uh, the trend is changing why is that and what do you, what is the difference between having high folate containing foods versus just popping in a supplement
1: that's good thank you for that question that the foods that are highest in folate are green vegetables and beans and as a primate, we're a green vegetable-dependent animal. In other words, greens, vegetables are the food that has, shows the most protection against dementia, the most protection against heart attacks and strokes, and the most protection against cancer. Your lifespan and your health is just about dependent on the amount of green vegetables you eat. If you're eating adequately of green vegetables, you're getting tons of folate in your diet, and your blood levels on your blood test of folate will be above the normal range. You'll get because it's so rich in folate. Take vitamin K on a healthy diet with lots of vegetables. You get more than 10 times the amount of the RDI for vitamin K. So So a person eating a healthy diet is getting tons of folate. Now, folate is not the same as folic acid. Folic acid is made from petroleum. In studies, we see that excessive amounts of folic acid increases risk of breast cancer and prostate cancer, and even colon cancer. Folic acid is not without harm, and it doesn't give you what folate gives you. But the foods that are high in folate contain hundreds of beneficial nutrients that fight cancer, not just the folate itself. You know, green vegetables contain ITCs. They're isothiocyanites and all types of nutrients. So they're the, richest, they're the highest nutrient-containing food. They contain more than 100 different types of nutrients. And when you don't eat enough green vegetables and beans, you can't be, your diet is not nutritionally adequate. So when your diet is low in folate, it's not merely just low in folate. If your blood levels low in folate and you need to take folic acid, you're missing much more than just folate. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a link now mm-hmm. between the lack of green vegetables in the mother's diet even two years prior to conception and the risk of childhood cancers and brain tumors. And so the idea that women could, it's okay for them not to eat vegetables, not to eat beans, eat fast food, processed foods, junk food, you know, commercial baked goods, eat the American junk food diet with meat and processed foods with no vegetables, and then take a folic acid pill so you don't have a baby with birth defects. That's called insanity mm-hmm. because now you're, you're like enabling people to eat a bad diet. We could have spent all that time educating people how the importance of green vegetables to get their folate and not give them an enabler, enabling pill or a permission slip, which is like, take the folic acid. You want not have to be concerned with eating green vegetables now. But It's much more than the folate you're missing when you, don't, when you do it that way.
0: Is there something like, Having too much folic acid, is that, is that possible? And under such circumstances, I'm assuming, you know, too much of a bad thing is always, I mean, too much of a good thing can also be bad, but acid hurts your body?
1: Yes, that's what I am saying. I'm saying there's a link in the scientific literature between taking folic acid, because folic acid mm-hmm. doesn't exist in nature. It's not a natural substance. It does not have the mm-hmm. same biochemical structure as real folate does from real food. When you get the folate, so folate is safe, and folic acid is a petroleum-derived synthetic that doesn't behave like mm-hmm. real folate, and the excess can cause excessive cellular replication and promote ca- common cancers like breast and, and um, prostate cancer. So folic acid is risky, and it doesn't do what folate can do. So it's a dangerous substitute for eating the real thing. And so, yes, excess is definite of folic acid, which they're putting folic acid into all types of processed foods. And, you know, and, and also people are taking folic acid in there's multivitamins, and then they're told to take extra folic acid during pregnancy. And people are made to think that it's, that their diet doesn't contain enough folate, so they have to take these substances. They don't recognize that the only reason that we have neural tube defects and the need to take folic acid is because Americans aren't eating vegetables. Uh, vegetables are only two percent of the American diet. Two percent. It should be like you know, like it should be probably like thirty or forty percent. It should be mostly what you should. Your diet should be largely made of natural plants, and and not process, You know, because we're eating more than 60% of calories from processed foods like white bread and sugar and pasta mm-hmm. and salad oil and donuts and cookies and crackers and rice cakes and bars. And then we eat about 30% of calories from animal products. And so we're eating mostly processed foods and animal products. And neither processed foods nor animal products contain any, contain any phytochemicals or antioxidants or, or folate. So then your diet is folate, folate deficient. And you try to make up the difference with folic acid, and folic acid then promotes cell replication and promotes cancer. So it's much safer. We really have to educate our population that you have to eat green vegetables, and that's an absolute necessity to eat green, to have a healthy baby and to have a healthy children. And for your own benefits, if you're taking folic acid, you're increasing the risk of breast cancer.
0: Um, when it comes to, um, you know, I'm specifically asking about seniors um, in this question, because uh, we have a lot of our listeners who are seniors who, or who are caregivers uh, taking care of elderly loved ones. Apart from a rich diet of green vegetables and beans and berries, like you mentioned, specifically for seniors, is there anything else that they should be doing um, in terms of incorporating a high folate, um, you know, say a, any kind of lifestyle change in addition to the diet?
1: Any t- uh, Could you say that again, any type of what in addition to the diet?
0: Um, I'm saying that specifically for seniors, apart from having, um, you know, a diet rich in green vegetables and berries, um, is there anything else that they should be doing when it comes specific? Because, they, you know, a lot of seniors have medical conditions and are taking pills and things like that. Is there any other recommendation for them apart from the diet? For high uh, well, folate? Yeah. Um,
1: Yes, well well certainly they because i there are certain supplements they should be taking it depends on what their diet is like but if their diet is um you know if their diet is low in animal products relatively low and it has more vegetables and beans they should be taking extra B12 because you have a higher need for B12 as you get older they if they're not getting out in the sun they you know vitamin D is important zinc is important for the elderly cuz zinc absorption goes down with aging and zinc deficiency or zinc insufficiency can increase the risk of pneumonia, and that could be an issue with increasing risk of infection as you get older. And generally, as you get older, your risk of digesting and absorbing protein goes down in the elderly as well. So you need to pay attention to having more plant, higher protein plant foods like edamame, soybeans, things made with hemp seeds or pea and hemp protein, you know, so you don't get all your protein just from animal products because that could push up your level of, you know, it could be not that great for your heart or other issues. So we want it, we may have to, you know, some people may need to eat a certain amount of animal products, but as their diet is largely vegetable-based or plant-based, they do have to pay attention to eating enough of the higher protein plant foods, which includes sufficient nuts and seeds, because you need the fat content from the nuts and seeds to facilitate the absorption of the phytochemicals and antioxidants. So I'm suggesting also taking a DHA EPA supplement to protect the brain in people because your absorption or fabrication of those long chain fatty acids goes down with aging if we're not eating if we're not eating the higher fatty fish regularly. And I'm not recommending people eat you know the eat too much fish because of the you know contamination the contamination. It's much safer to take a source of EPA and DHA. So the answer to your question is I, the main nutrients to be cognizant of as in the elderly is to get some more plant protein through edamame, soybeans, dried beans, hemp seeds, pea protein, you know, other um, nuts and seeds, sunflower seeds and pine nuts, All you know, these things are high-protein plant foods with the beans and the lentils and the green vegetables, smaller amounts of animal products, so you have a large amount of high-protein plant food. And then supplementally, they should be taking fatty acids, like DHA and EPA, extra zinc, making sure they haven't exposed to iodine, and, of course, um, you know, and um, what's, what did I miss here? Zinc, and zinc, of course. The other issue is is that there is some reduction in calcium metabolism in the elderly, but the high-dose calcium pills are not good. They put too much calcium in the blood at one time, so it's, it's more important to have a food-based calcium or to have a small dose, a low dose calcium supplement that you take with meals. So vitamin D, a little taking extra vitamin D, maybe some K2 in calcium is also po- important in, el- in the elderly, especially elderly women with det- decreased ability to absorb calcium. Um, and so, that's, so we're, we're just trying to optimize the diet and the supplemental, um, recommended supplements so you get the right balance, to get the right nutrient absorptions.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Joel. This is incredible information, and um, I'm sure many of our listeners have learned a lot of new information which may not have been very clear to them. Um, so thank you very, very much. I would like to direct um, our listeners today to your website, which has a lot more information and resources. Um, You can get a lot more uh, information also about Dr. Joel's books at his website, which is drfuhrman.com. That's D-R-F-U-H-R-M-A-N. I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in today. Please join us next time for our next Empowering Family Caregivers radio show on Feb 5th at 2 p.m. Eastern. To learn more about eCare Diary and our upcoming shows, visit our website, eCareDiary.com. Registration is free and gives you immediate access to your personal care diary tool. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. My Twitter address is E-care underscore Diary. Thank you once again, Dr. Joel. Have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: Thank you. Best of health to all your listeners.